1: news cycles where everything is just at your fingertips, uh, just a quick or a click away. Uh, It's often hard to really figure out your sources and to know that you're actually getting something that is on purpose, intentional, factual. uh, And that becomes the, the great debate in terms of where do you go to get the right kind of information. We always love to highlight those who are doing it right, who are getting it right, and helping all of us make sure we understand what we're reading, where we're getting it, And most important, how we can have a different kind of conversation. Really pleased to be joining uh, joined today by our friend Steve Hayes, the CEO, co-founder, and editor of the Dispatch. Steve, thanks for chiming in today. Hey, Boyd, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Great to have you back on the show. And uh, you guys at the the Dispatch continue to uh, do it right in terms of getting that information as an outlet that has a point of view clearly, uh, and it's not just uh, what we're against point of view uh it's really about getting the stories right and giving people the right kind of space you've had some great success in that tell us what what is what is the response what is it that seems to be resonating uh that is causing your growth and more and more people to trust the dispatch as hey here's a place i can go get news that i can think about that i can digest and then i can have conversations about
0: well i mean (laughs) Can I steal one of your lines? Um, One of the things we think we do and one of the things we set out to do when we launched was divide rage from reason. And, you know, if people we've been very clear about this from the very beginning, if people are coming just to have their views affirmed or just to find the latest thing that's going to make them outraged, that's going to you know, get them peak angry, we're probably not the outlet. Um, that's not to say that we don't report on things that, that make me frustrated or even make me angry. Sometimes we do. But the goal of what we do is not to just surface that so we can get a lot of eyeballs on our, on our work. What we're trying to do is provide context and understanding and depth. And we want people to come to the dispatch, whether it's, it's our website, whether it's people who subscribe to our newsletters, even, even our podcasts. Because they expect to get something different, there will be a conversation. We'll have several views represented as you point out. I mean we're we're center right. We're unapologetically center right. We say that, we announce it. We think it's important for reporters to be transparent about where they're coming from. Um, but, but but just because we're center right just because we come with views doesn't mean that we don't uh, fail to challenge our assumptions. We challenge our assumptions. We challenge the assumptions of the readers, and we try to have sort of a 360-degree conversation about what's going on in the country with a heavy emphasis on explain,
1: explanatory journalism. Yeah, and I, I love that. Uh, and It's something we all should think about with everything we read or everything we consume, whether it's a podcast, a radio show, or uh, a magazine. Uh, that you that you're asking yourself about the context the understanding and the depth that is being provided uh if you're there because of uh, some clickbaity uh headline or something that's got your blood boiling uh you have to check it to see if it takes you anywhere in terms of of context understanding and depth, and uh, one of the things that I've been most impressed with, Steve, is as you've assembled this group and launched out on this uh, grand experiment, and which a lot of people said, "No, it just won't work. Uh, you can't play in that space." But you've shown that uh, across the board, that even uh, CNN, of course, which announced that Jonah Goldberg will be joining uh, for his distinct conservative voice, uh, you've you've become part of uh, what happens on NBC uh, for uh, some Sunday Meet the Press analysis. Uh, what is it that's just resonating uh, that is getting really this broad brush? I think everything you do covers everything from the center left to the center right uh, and people who really want to think about things.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's the key to it is people who come and they want to think about things. They want an understanding of, of what's going on. You know, I just spent a couple of days with my parents. um uh, who are down in in Southwest Florida, and we chatted about the news. We chatted about the dispatch. We chatted about everything that's going on. And one of the things, you know, I, I use them as my sort of mini focus group for a <laughs> lot of this stuff, and they say, you know, we read the newspapers, and half them we don't know what's going on. And I can assure you, it's not because they fail to pay attention. They're paying attention a lot, yeah. but so much of what happens, especially with news coming out of Washington, is filled with jargon. And it's, you know, meant to provoke rather than inform. And that's just not how we approach the news. We, we you know, we, we, as I said, we will take strong positions. We've been very, we were very critical of the, of Joe Biden's botched Afghanistan withdrawal, for instance. We were very critical on the other side of, of January 6th and what we saw as Donald Trump's role in in instigating that. But what we're really trying to do here is inform people and inform people not about the day-to-day gossip in Washington, but about the stuff that really matters. And so when I talk to uh, our reporters and our editors, we have a test. It it started out as sort of an informal thing, and now it's become kind of a mantra inside the company when we make editorial decisions. The question I ask is, is this going to matter in six days? Is it going to matter in six weeks? And is it going to matter in six months? Mm. And if the answer to those questions is no, it's probably not something you're going to see a lot in the dispatch. We would rather take time to explore and investigate and report on and inform our, our readers and listeners on issues that really matter, that are sort of at the center of the discussions and the debates that we're having in the country, and so that's where we put our focus. That's where we put our time. That's where we put our resources. That's where we put our travel budgets, uh, so that people are better informed on that. Uh,
1: and it's so important because I think a, a lot of sites out there are, are only interested in what's relevant for the next six seconds, not not six days or six, even six hours. Uh, it's is it going to be relevant for the long haul? And uh, I've been wanting to ask you this for some time, uh, Steve, because I I have increasingly felt this angst that the thing that could really kill the republic, uh, is a a lack of curiosity. If we get into our sources and our bubbles to where we're not even curious as to why somebody on the right might think this is good policy or someone on the left might think that's a a good approach to solving a problem, uh, it seems to me that if if we're always coming to these conversations or this consumption of of news and information from a judgment perspective as opposed to a curiosity perspective— to me, that's sort of an underlying uh, threat, I think, to the republic.
0: It's the first thing we look for when we, are, when we do our hiring. Are, are the people that we're about to bring onto this team curious about the world around them? It is the most important thing, and we have to approach stories from that perspective. You know, there's, a, there's a book that, that we give to every new reporter at the dispatch called Follow the Story, and it's written by a guy named James Stewart. He used to be sort of a front-page writer for the wall street journal his politics are are now mine he's definitely more center left i'm i'm certainly on the center right but the way that he describes approaching journalism the craft of journalism is with questions and you know this is this book is 20 years old it was a it was a textbook when i was in journalism school in new york city 20 plus years ago and he says too many reporters too many people get into journalism because they think they have all the answers and they want to share them with the world. And his approach is fundamentally the opposite. Our job is to ask questions and to ask as many questions as we can from as many different points of view as we possibly can, and then provide the answers and try to inform people that way. And that doesn't mean, I mean, you know me well enough, Boyd, to to know, like, that doesn't mean I shy away from ending, ending up making judgments or having opinions. I have strong opinions. Sometimes I believe in less government. I believe in America's founding. I believe in those principles. I believe in them strongly, but that shouldn't prevent me from asking questions around those things and trying to better inform people based on, based on my assumptions, which as I said, I want to test regularly.
1: Yeah. So, so important so vital. And, uh, if you're just joining us, we've got Steve Hayes on the line from the Dispatch. If you haven't uh, added this to your regular reading, whether that's getting on with a the newsletter, they have live events coming up. Uh, I understand you got a new uh, Dispatch book club and podcast. you got new community features. Uh, give us just a, a quick snapshot uh, into what is ahead now that this community has begun to form and that people from all walks of life, this is not just an inside the Beltway thing. This is for everybody across the country uh, what do you have uh, coming up in the in the next uh, months ahead
0: yeah exactly it, it's designed for people who are not inside the beltway we think there are plenty of publications that where reporters talk to other reporters and everybody's in the same you know they go out to the same restaurants and go to, we're writing for people outside the beltway um, and we're just excited about how fast it's grown. i mean you know you, you start something like this we launched in october of of 2019 and you start something like this with great hope and, and, you know, a certain level of expectations. And we're just thrilled that we have that this community has grown as fast as it has. I mean, as you said um, in the opening, we had, we had people who said there is not really room for sort of more either sane conservatism or thoughtful, nuanced, contextual, slower news, uh, this thing's not going to not going to work. And it's worked sort of beyond our wildest imagination. and It's put us in a position to expand what we're doing earlier than we had thought. So we've got Sarah Isker, um, who's one of our our main writers. She hosts the Dispatch podcast. She was Jeff Sessions' um, spokesman at the Department of Justice in the Trump administration um, and is now an ABC News contributor. People might see her on this week with ABC News if you have folks who watch that Sunday morning show and she's launching a, a books podcast. Uh, we're going to kick it off next, next month. It's going to be a book a month and you know some books about politics and policy, but one of her sections that she wants to do, she's sort of broken the year down in into quarters is about how we think. So what mm-hmm. it means to be a human, how do we think, how do we approach these kinds of issues and how can we better understand one another, um, so we're doing that. We're, we're, we're going to be launching a new website that has – we want to create a place for people who want to have these kinds of discussions in a civil and thoughtful way um, and don't have to go to Facebook where they're going to be bombarded with people calling them names or Twitter where you know everybody's shouting at one another. Sort of sewage dumps of social media, we've just kind of had enough with them, and we – honestly, by accident – developed this very very thoughtful community of dispatch members who certainly don't agree on everything <laughs> but manage to most of the time have civil conversations yeah. you know they talk to one another in our comments and <laughs> people learn from one another and then at the end of the conversation they thank one another for uh, radicals pain <laughs> and like, you know, it's it's pretty amazing and I, you know everybody keeps telling me that's going to go away at some point I refuse to believe it. I mean, yeah. I think it's there until it, it's not.
1: So yeah. so, it's, so we're excited about that. Uh, fantastic. Steve Hayes, the CEO, co-founder and editor of The Dispatch, one of the great thinkers. And if you haven't checked out The Dispatch, uh, it is my go-to inside source for rational, reasonable thinking and thinking that will keep you curious and get you to a better space. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. Much more to come on Inside Sources. Stay with us.